0: What's going on? Welcome to the Living Beyond Failure Podcast, a podcast designed to help you stop living with those failures of your past and succeed, where most are surely going to fail in the future. It sucks, but it's the reality. Some people aren't going to make it. My name is Chris Zizzo. I am going to be your host today. You can call me Coach Chris, like a lot of people do. You can call me whatever the heck you want. As long as you keep showing up and doing life with me here, though, I do not care what you call me. Let's just improve together. That's what this is all about. Today in this podcast, it was on my heart to speak this message to you today. I was not gonna do a podcast today, but I, I really just had it planted inside of me to share this message with you, to help you better yourself because I am a huge advocate of starting your goals, creating the best version of yourself the minute you think about it, the minute you decide to make the change, the minute you decide that you're not doing something to your full potential and you want to, not waiting for the new year to become the new you. And New Year's is about a month away. It's December 1st when I'm recording this. I am never gonna let a date dictate the moment I wanna change my life. If I'm waiting for a month to start changing my life, I'm doing it for the wrong reasons. I'm doing it because there's social pressure on me and not individual pressure on me. When there's social pressure on me to change my life because it's a new year's resolution, there's 92% of people that aren't gonna follow through with their shit that are gonna say, it's okay, Chris, we didn't follow through with our stuff either. No, I'm gonna be in the 8%. I'm gonna be the one that decides to change early on my time when I wanted to change and become the best version of myself and be the person in 2023 that actually succeeds at changing their life and meeting their goals the 8%. You are going to be one of those people too. And today, what we're going to be talking about is something that's going to help you become that person, but it has to be implemented the day that you decide to implement it. Not waiting for 2023, not waiting for New Year's resolutions. We don't have time for that shit. We want to improve today. So let's talk about creating the habits that you have failed to create. The ones that you do for a little bit and then they fall off. The ones that you say you're gonna do but you never get to. Let's talk about forming this warrior mindset and becoming the best, most habitual person doing all of the things that you know you need to do but you're procrastinating doing, you're putting off doing, you can't follow through with doing. We're gonna make that happen today. And when you decide to change your life, when you decide to pick something up that's new to you, and you're like, yo, I got this game plan for myself and I wanna improve myself in this area, you do it that day, you do not wait for the new year, all right, so warrior habits, let's get into it. The first thing I wanna discuss with you is the goal-oriented habit. These are the most common, these are the ones that you know about. I wanna go to the gym, so boom, you go to the gym and you hit that goal that day. Or maybe I wanna go to the gym for three months so I can lose 30 pounds. That's goal oriented. Every day you can track that you're losing the weight because you're sticking to your diet. That's a goal oriented habit. There is a very simple way to make sure these goal oriented habits stay a consistent part of your routine. And that's by combating the ways that they fall out of your routine. Typically what happens is you're either too overwhelmed to follow through with your goal oriented habits or You're too lazy. You're not motivated, you're fatigued. And the reason why you fall out of your habits is because you have time to think about how unmotivated you are. You have time to think about how lazy you're being. You have time to think about how much shit you have on your plate and you don't know how you're gonna handle it and you can't fit the gym in right now. And this isn't just the gym, this is anything you wanna do in life, right? This is any goal, any habit that you wanna create. Sometimes it's your thought process and your decision-making process that throws you off of that normal routine. So we're gonna get past that. Here's how we're gonna do it. We're going to create a frictionless system where we don't have to think. Create a schedule. Create a frickin' schedule, okay? And don't schedule time for the gym, maybe. Like if you don't like going to the gym, you're not gonna look at that portion of the schedule and be like, man, I really wanna go do that. It's a part of my schedule, right? No, you're gonna think about that as a task that you have to do that you don't wanna do and then you're gonna start to think and it's gonna take you away from accomplishing your goal because the thoughts, the laziness, the lack of motivation, the overwhelming feeling of doing it is gonna kick in. Instead, put it in the morning routine. Just say, this section of my day is dedicated to a morning routine. You have a two hour time block. Maybe in that morning routine, you brush your teeth, you make the bed, you get your clothes on, you go to the gym, You come back, you cook the food, you drink the coffee, it's part of your morning routine, right? It's not just working out. It's placed in your morning routine. So when you get into that routine, when you wake up in the morning and you know exactly what you have to do, it's lumped in with the things that you're already doing. It's gonna be less stress, less fatigue on your mind, not an extra thing to think about. It just becomes a part of the routine. And you've already gotten 90% of that down because before you inserted whatever the habit was, let's just say exercise, you had 100% of it down. Now you just added one more thing and that's manageable to add. Instead of adding an entirely new thing, going from being perfect in your morning routine to being perfect in your morning routine and your exercise routine, those are two different things. Tie exercise into the morning routine and see what it does for you. You're going to be 90% good at your morning routine already because you once were 100. Now you just inserted one little piece of exercise and you're going to go do it. Start small, work your way up, right? But those goals... Infuse those goals into your schedule so you do not have to think about them anymore. If you, The less friction you have in your thoughts, the more likely you're gonna be able to go do them. Now, a second piece to creating these habits, another thing that we do is that we have goal-oriented habits for sure, but we also have identity-based habits. Who are you? You need to know the person that you are or the person that you're trying to become, and you have to own that shit. Let me tell you a story about my client. When I talk to somebody about their weight loss journey, I say, hey, I know, Betty, that you're 200 pounds right now. But... When you get to 130 pounds, can I use your weight loss transformation photo? The reason I do this is because I am now creating their new identity inside of their head. That is the person that they are going to become. They are habitually gonna start thinking just like Coach Chris thinks, and that they're gonna be 130 pounds. I'm ingraining this identity habit into who they are. That is their identity. They are now, even though Betty is 200 pounds currently, she now identifies as a fitness person. She defines who she is as a fitness person because she's basing it on who she's gonna become, not who she is now. And she's gonna create the habits of a fitness person. She's gonna create the habits of a healthy person because that is her identity. That's her new identity. And having the identity, it's aligned with the vision of where you wanna go and the habit you wanna create is something that's gonna carry you the rest of the way when you don't have motivation. If you tell yourself, I'm not a healthy person, but I wanna create healthy habits, you're not gonna create them because you know that you're not that person. But if you tell yourself you are, even if you're not there yet, but that's where you're headed, The habits are gonna be formed. Creating a goal, creating a frictionless schedule, and then identifying as the person that is gonna be the person you wanna be, whether it's a business habit, whether it's a habit with your family, separating family time from business time maybe, whether it's you accomplishing a task in the workspace or a personal task or taking up Spanish and learning that, a separate language, creating those habits and say, I am a Spanish speaker. In six months, I'm going to be a fluent Spanish speaker. That's who I am. This is just a habit. This is a part of my routine is speaking Spanish and learning this stuff. It will come more naturally, right? Now, we are going to have points in time where these two things, the the goal-oriented and the identity portions of the habit don't do the job, which is why we have to to design our life in a way that's compatible with us achieving these goals, right? Because you can have the schedule, but what happens when you're actually going through a physical experience that's throwing you off of accomplishing that goal and creating that habit? This is why we have to design for habits. What I like to do is cross-checks I wanted to read in the morning, okay? I wanted to read a passage from the Bible in the morning, okay, so a cross check that I put on myself to ensure that I did it was that I set it on the floor outside of the bedroom door, that way when I walked out I saw it and I knew I had to do it. Now, I was actually just picking the book up and setting it down, wasn't doing my job, okay? I was like, I'll come back to it and then the morning gets busy and I didn't do it. So I would put it on the door, the garage door before I got to my car so I had to read something, I had a cross check. I was making sure that I was doing my job. It was super essential to me to do that in order to form the habit of reading. And as I read, I realized this is good for me. This is doing a lot for me. Mentally, I was more engaged with my day. I felt like I was accomplishing something every morning because it's a habit that I wanted to create, that I knew I needed to create. And I was doing it, but it took the cross-check to make me do it and understand the value and the importance of doing that habit every day. And now I don't want to do without it. So what I do is I just have my book wherever the heck it is. And if I don't get that done, I go search for my book. That's how bad I want. You'll realize when you're doing these things regularly that you actually want and need and like the habit. And you're just going to do it because that's what your job is. But it takes a while to get there, right? So put a cross check in place to make sure you're doing it and eventually you're gonna see the value. You're gonna understand the purpose. There's gonna be a deeper meaning because that's your identity. And you have these goals that you're hitting that are helping you get there. And you have the cross check in place for the times where your habit and your motivation isn't there all the way. And the cross check's gonna remind you. The last piece to this, is going to come from a release of dopamine. And I wanna explain how you can use dopamine in a positive response to you doing your job as a way to effuse these habits into your life. Dopamine, it's a good thing. It's the feel good hormone, right? You feel amazing, you had a piece of cake, it tastes good, you get dopamine rush. You do something positive and someone says, hey, good job, you have a dopamine rush. You jump out of an airplane and you feel excited, you get a dopamine rush. If you do your job in creating the habits and you complete the task for the day, you hit the goal for the day, you get a dopamine rush. You feel good about it. And you should reward yourself accordingly for doing your job. So how are we gonna do this? I can tell you. What happens when you do your cardio? Well, you earned it. You burned 350 calories. And I'm gonna use fitness references, right? Because I'm a fitness guy. You burned 350 calories that day. So what should you do when it comes time to have dessert at night? You earned it. Eat it. That's your reward. Or maybe it's a cheat meal once a week. I'd say that's probably a better play. But if you do your cardio all week, you earned it. If you didn't do your cardio, you don't get the reward. I don't wanna compare anybody to a dog, cause you're not, you're way above that, but a dog. If a dog goes outside and goes to the bathroom, what happens? He gets a treat. But if he does it inside, what happens? He gets scolded. And that's how they learn because they want that feeling of gratification, of self-worth, of value, of dopamine. They want the treat. They want the reward, right? So they go outside. That's how you train a dog. You just reward them when they do the good things and you scold them when they do the bad things and you make it a very black and white distinction between what is good and what is bad. And eventually, even a dog can learn the habits that they would otherwise not do but they reward themselves or their owner rewards them, right? you can reward yourself. It's important to make sure that the reward you're giving yourself is the reward for the right task. If you do cardio that day, that means you get to have the dessert at the end of the week. If you do extra reading that day, maybe you're gonna get rewarded with a good grade if you're in school, right? If you go above and beyond at work and you put in the extra effort, maybe you're gonna get a bigger bonus, right? Maybe you're gonna get a raise. Maybe you're gonna get praised as employee of the month. This is what happened. These are the rewards, the dopamine-based responses that we're seeking and doing the extra stuff. We're just doing our job to completion and not failing at it. You can choose to reward yourself in ways that are suitable with the actions that you're taking. For instance, cardio, you get the cheat meal at the end of the week if you do your job all the way. Or if you did your, let's just say you finished a Spanish class, right? then you can buy yourself a vacation to go to Spain or to go to Mexico, or you can actually use your tool, right? Reward yourself with that. But do not reward yourself with the wrong things. For instance, if you learn Spanish and you finished your course, or let's just say something even smaller than that. You recorded a video for your first time for your business. Do not reward yourself with ice cream. Do not reward yourself with dessert. That's not exercise activity. That's the wrong reward. You're gonna create a dopamine response to the wrong task. You're gonna associate something that's cross associated. You're gonna associate food with a goal that you accomplish relative to work. These things need to be compatible, dopamine responses need to be compatible with the task that it's associated with. So if you do the extra work, the exercise, you get a dopamine response from the food that's a reward. If you do the extra work at your job, you get a monetary reward. If you do the extra work for personal development and learning a new skill, you should reward yourself to use that skill, to do something fun with. Make sure that you're using dopamine responses in the right way, rewarding yourself in the right way, to instill the good habits into your daily routine and say, if I do my job, then I get the reward. But if you don't, then you don't. Because if we could train a dog, and I'm telling you, you guys are smart. I know you guys, some of you sitting here on the other side of this podcast, you guys are smart. You can do the job and get the reward and learn much quicker than any of these animals can, even though you are some animals, but like said with respect, you know? Recap real quick. We have goal-oriented habits that we're creating, okay? Goal-oriented habits, go there, get the job done. If you want to create a frictionless system with your goal-oriented habits, all you need to do is create a schedule so you don't have to think about how tired you are or how anxious you are. Just follow the plan and then lump that plan together with something that you're already doing so it seems a lot less seamless. It's a lot less to put on your plate. It just fits in with what you're already doing. Second, identity-based habits. Picture yourself for who you're going to become and tell yourself you are that person. You're gonna create a person of habit, let's just say fitness again, if you tell yourself that you're a fit person, okay? I wanna become a fit and healthy person and I am a fit and healthy person. That is your new identity, you're gonna have these habits stick with you much sooner for much longer if that is who you identify yourself to be. It's going to happen. The next thing, third third trick, design for these habits to be accomplished. Remember, when I wanted to read my book, I put that sucker on the garage door. That way when I saw it, I had to read it before I left the house. Sometimes I'd get to it before because I was like, habitually, I need to start doing this. So I grabbed it and I'd read it, right? And I put it back. And sometimes it took me getting all the way to the door after the end of my morning routine to read the book. But it was there. I had a cross check in place and I designed for good habits. Lastly, reward yourself. Dopamine responses are powerful things. If we can train dumb animals to do a task and create a habit out of it, like going outside when they wanna to go to the bathroom, we can train ourselves to do the same in a much easier, quicker time frame. But you have to show yourself that there's polarizing effects of not doing what you're supposed to do, and doing what you're supposed to do. If you don't do your job, that means tomorrow you've gotta do it twice as hard, twice as long. If you do do your job, then you reward yourself with something that's suitable. Just make sure it's the right reward. For instance, cardio, you get dessert at the end of the week. If you do something in your job, you get a bonus. If you do something for personal development, you get to reward yourself with a gift. These things are important, the dopamine response, but they have to be tied in the correct way. Use these four strategies to create your habits and be resilient in your effort to make them stick. If you do, I can guarantee you're gonna come out on top in 2023, especially if you choose to start to frickin' day and not tomorrow, or not at the end of the month when January 1st comes along, like the other 92% of the world that doesn't actually follow through with their New Year's resolutions. I love you guys. I appreciate you being here with me. My goal in life is to change 100 million lives and I want yours to be one of them. So if you can, leave a review if you like this episode. Share this with someone that's gonna find value in it as well. And leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube or on my social media pages, which is at K-R-I-S-Z-I-Z-Z-O on Instagram and on TikTok. That way I know what direction to take this podcast because honestly, this is for you guys. It's not for anybody else but you. I want to bring my life experience to you and help you live the best life possible. Until next time, let's all start living beyond failure. Talk to you guys soon.